McFarland, McFarland Energy, thanks so much for sponsoring the Bradfoe Show. Bradfoe Show on the go. Uh, this was the Bradfoe Show on the go that we were been waiting for for some time. Tristan Cassis is going to be a major leaguer, the age of 22. And 232 days, Tristan Cassis is going to be a major leaguer. Is that first reported by Chris Cotillo. Tristan Cassis being called up by the Red Sox. He is going to be a major leaguer. Bobby Dahlbeck being sent down to AAA. All right, so what about Cassis? What I remember about Cassis, first impression was that he was a huge guy. All right, he brought they brought him in. Obviously, he was the 26th pick overall in the 2018 draft. They brought him into Fenway Park, had him take batting practice with the major leaguers. And then at that time, obviously, the major leaguers, that was a pretty good team. You had 2018. I don't know if you know, they won the World Series. But he got in there with J.D. Martinez, had a lot of conversations with J.D. Martinez, obviously another South Florida guy. And Cassis, even then, fresh out of high school, was hitting bombs in Fenway. And you're just thinking, man, this kid's a big kid. He's coming to Fenway. He's stepping in the box in batting practice, and he's hitting absolute bombs. Obviously, there's a lot of times between then and now. Now you land here, and you've gone through Team USA. You've gone through all those minor league bats, uh, and you've done all right for yourself. I mean, you've done all right for yourself. You look at it, I, he said 1,210 plate appearances in minor, in minor league baseball. Hit 269 with an 858 OPS, and he had 46 home runs. I mean, again, that's not including the spring training games. That's not including the Team USA. That's not including all of that. You have to factor all that in. And he becomes the third player from that 2018 first round who were, was drafted, third position player drafted out of high school to make it to the major leagues. And Nolan Gorman of St. Louis and then Jared Kalenic, obviously, you know, you know about him. He was actually called up last year and that hasn't worked out too well, but, you know, give him time. But still, I, I, sort of, if you want jumping off points for examples of guys who are in that draft of that age, coming out in that first or, or being drafted in that first round and then making it to the major leagues. Now you have three guys, three guys. That's it. Well, Cassis says, you know, remember he had that uh, hand injury early on in the professional career, came to spring training. I remember he did a podcast with him and it jumped out about that was uh, his hair was long. And he said that his dad had told him, well, all Red Sox players have long hair. Like, that's the Red Sox way to do things. And what he was talking about, of course, was, you know, you go back to 2004, 2013, sort of that scruffy look. And so that's why Cassis grew out his hair at that time. And now, again, that was a few years ago. A lot of time has passed in between then and now. All right. Well, he's earned it. Okay? He's earned it. You uh, Once again, you look at it, 1,210 plate appearances in the minor leagues. Not not a little. That's a lot. It's enough. We've talked about it. We wrote about it a couple weeks ago or about a week ago. It's time. The time is now to integrate Tristan Cassis into the major leagues. What does this look like now? Well, one of the reasons why you wanted to him to call up right now is that you wanted to have him sort of immerse himself into major league lifestyle, get a taste of it as you head into next year, which you undeniably are going to be counting on him to play first base for you. How that looks, we'll see. Whether you get the right-handed compliment, I don't know. 
But you have a guy, Eric Hosmer, went to the same high school. A guy who's great in the clubhouse. A guy who's hurt right now. I don't know if he's going to play this year. He has three bad discs in his back. But you have that guy kicking around who can help mentor Tristan Cassis. And we've talked about this before. You can still, going into next year, have Cassis and Hosmer on the same team. I think, anyway. You have that DH spot if J.D. Martinez leaves. And I do think it's important to have a guy like Hosmer in that clubhouse, not only for Cassis, but for a lot of guys. It's important. And you can sort of bounce those guys back and forth. DH, first base. Um, Yeah, I mean, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. I don't know. Two left-handed hitters, are they going to do it? Two left-handed hitting first baseman, I don't, are they going to do it? I don't know. But you also have Christian Arroyo, who has been pretty do, doing pretty well at first base. He, he has held his own, and you got to keep rotting him out there. you got to keep giving him a chance. you got to keep seeing what he can do offensively, and that seems to be the spot. If you have Trevor Story at second, you have Xander Bogarts at short. All right, so Cassis. What does this mean in the here and the now? Well, you know, he's going to be integrated along with Arroyo. Franchi Cordero still in the roster. As you said, Bobby Dahlbeck heading down to uh, AAA, get at bats for there. I, I do think Bobby Dahlbeck is a major league player. I don't know if it's with the Red Sox, but certainly he is a major league player. Get right. Figure out what's going on. I don't know. When they go into the offseason, is he going to be a chip? Is he going to have any value at all? Are they going to ride him out? Are they going to hope that like he turns a corner here and he is the complement to Cassis and you have that scenario, which I think that they envision maybe even going back to June of this year at some point where you have this Cassis dollback thing? Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's a leap of faith right now. But what we do know is that their plans is to have Cassis be a first baseman, a major league first baseman from here for throughout time. Okay, that's their plan right now. We we understand why they waited. We understand why they dropped him in at this time. Much like, you know, you go back, man, like Mookie Betts, Rafi Devers, even like Yohan Mankata. Remember Yohan Mankata? Yohan Mankata, they called him up. They, they were going to bring him up. They bring him up early September, and he's going to play in Oakland. They let him sit. Travis Shaw goes off. Because uh, that's the guy he was replacing. And I think that was cart before the horse a little bit. Mankata really, really struggled. But when you look at Betts, you look at Devers, obviously they became significantly better players at, over time. But you wait, you wait, you wait. And in both cases, well, I mean, Devers, you needed. Betts, you didn't need at that time. You were sort of calling up in this sort of situation where, you know, the Red Sox, let's be honest, I mean, they're playing really well. But you've dug all, you already dug yourself maybe too big a hole. But so be it. So be it. I mean, you, you drop this guy in. You're not putting a lot of pressure on him to carry you to the pennant. And also, by the way, in terms of fandom, like you, you have, you juxtapose this against Brian Bayo's outing, Connor Wong's home run the other day. That's the good stuff. That's the stuff that people are anxious to see. And people like that, right? I mean, they see what's happening in Baltimore with the young players being called up there. They see it around major leagues. They want a taste of that. And now the Red Sox are getting their taste of it. Bayo pitched really, really well on Saturday. And like I said, the day before, Wong hits the home run. Uh, And now you have Cassis being called up. 
All of that is optimistic times for the Boston Red Sox, which, by the way, we for much of the year, you just haven't had. Now, you know, why are we talking about what's going to happen to Bogarts? Why are we talking about what's going to happen to Devers? Why are we talking about what's going to happen with all these guys? Now you have this. You have this dynamic. But make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. You can't just say, here are the young guys, go get them. You need the veteran guys in there. You need the guys who are going to show these guys what's what. And that's why Hosmer is so important in this equation with Cassis. And they know that. I mean, Hosmer knows that. I mean, Cassis knows that. All these guys know that. Like, that you have to show these guys how to, to sort of become major leaguers, how to make adjustments, how to handle yourself, all that. They're around each other in spring training, but this is a different dynamic. So here you go. You know, September, we were waiting for it. Here you go, Tristan Cassis. I I know everybody's excited. Everybody's jacked up. And, hey, listen, if nothing else, there you go. Boston Red Sox baseball, people are paying attention. Why you wait for the first Patriots game? Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll be talking a little bit about the Red Sox. Uh, I don't know if they can dig themselves out of this hole. I mean, it's, it's, it's too big, but... But the the images of Bayo, the images of Wong, the images of now Tristan Cassis wearing a Red Sox uniform, first time he gets a hit, people are going to like that. People are going to buy into that. And if the Red Sox really, really, really want to get people on their side, boom, you come in with news of Bogart staying, Devers staying, whatever. We, but, you know, we've already talked about that. All right, there you go. Bradford Show on the go. Subscribe, listen, all of it. We got a lot coming up this week, going to Tampa. Going to be doing some podcasts there. Uh, going to be finishing off this weekend. Ooh, a lot of stuff going on. All right, we'll talk to you later.